This is Not Often Heard with Gary Taylor and Mark Stockley. Hello, friends, and welcome to something new. My name is Gary Taylor. My name is Mark Stockley. And this is Not Often Heard, the pod. The pod. Because that's the lingo. That's the lingo. We're not a podcast. That takes too long to say. So it's just the pod. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to our first pod. Yeah, it could be our only pod. If this this is a a disaster, then we're never doing this again. No, 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 no. Um, So, for those of you who don't know us, um, we do a regular show on reachonair.com every Sunday at midday, don't we? We do indeed. And we bring you the best of music from across Europe and beyond, don't we? (laughs) As well as interesting facts and little games and stuff. Uh, but we talk a lot as well. Oh, we do a lot of scintillating conversation. And sometimes that leaves us very little room for the music. Yeah, we're often being told off, aren't we, for not getting enough music played. Yeah, so <laughs> this is why we've now got a pod, because no music, all talk. You get, say, you, get to, you get to hear our voices <laughs> all the time. Some would say, no music, all ball. <laughs> <laughs> but we promise it won't be like that, don't worry. Um, so today, in our very first pod, um, we have a, a very exciting announcement, don't we? We do. We've been uh, waiting for it for a few months. We have, and at midday Central European time, 11am UK time, the host city for Eurovision 2020 was announced. Mm. And we're just going to play a little clip, because here is how it was done. My name is Duncan Lawrence. Welcome to the Netherlands. Welcome to Rotterdam. We're going to Rotterdam. Uh, apparently so. So um, it was down to um, uh, basically a head off, a head to head, wasn't it? Head to head between Rotterdam and Maastricht. Maastricht, uh, which is practically in Belgium, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's right near the border, isn't it? It is. So um, there was some speculation um, that. If it was going to be in Maastricht, most people would probably actually fly into Belgium and stay in Belgium. <laughs> and just travel in. Therefore, the Netherlands wouldn't necessarily feel the, the, the most the full benefit from hosting Eurovision. Uh, some of the money actually ended up in, in Belgium. I'm sure Belgium's lovely as well. Oh, I, you've been to Belgium and you know it's lovely. We, oh, I've been to Bruges <laughs> about four times. <laughs> well, that's Belgium. Well, it's a lot of, if it's anything like you know the rest of Belgium... Great, lots of chocolate, <laughs> lots of canals and stuff. Um, so, I mean, are we actually surprised that it's Rotterdam and not Maastricht? Um, I don't think so. I think um, out of the two cities, I think I think Rotterdam was always the favourite, wasn't it? Although yeah. the EBU and uh, Jan Sola and whatever his name is. Yonola Sand. Yonola Sand, that's it. Um, would obviously say it was very neck and neck and ooh, oh, yes. very tight all the way. They're, they're both putting in extremely good beds. Oh, so yes. It's very difficult for us. It's like, yes. nah. Because I think when you look at it, um, in terms of infrastructure, I'm, I'm by no means an expert. So listeners of the pod, I am sure you will shoot <laughs> us down in the comments. Uh, we will give you some contact details shortly, so you can actually you know, give us some <laughs> stick. Um, I, I think in terms of connecting from the main international airport, uh, it, which is Amsterdam, I believe, yeah. um, I've seen comments that it would take you um, over, over two hours to get to Maastricht from like 
the, yeah. the Schiphol airport. Schiphol, yes. Airport. Whereas um, it's about an hour to get to Rotterdam. I mean, even by um, uh, coach, it's about an hour and a half to get um, from Amsterdam to Rotterdam. Oh, it's not very far at no, all, is it? No. Um, so it's fairly well connected. Um, Amsterdam had already said, I think, right early in the kind of bidding process it, it was virtually want it. right after the contest this year they were like do you know what we'll let somebody else try yeah we don't need this we, we, we're fine <laughs> we've got enough tourists yeah we've got enough going on next summer let somebody else have a go we can barely cope with the stag parties and hen parties <laughs> that, we're, that we're hosting uh so yeah so that ruled out amsterdam um there was uh, a couple of others um the hague mm-hmm. den haag uh, some others I can forget. Ter- <laughs> terrible research, I know, I'm sorry. Um, but I think there really was no doubt that it was going to go to Rotterdam in the end. Yeah. And I think it's the right choice. Uh, it, the, the Ahoy um, is where it's going to be uh, hosted, which I think is just a great name for yeah, a venue. It really is. Ahoy Hoy? Rotterdam Ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't have a nautical theme because they had a nautical theme last year. Well, uh, yeah, so. Portugal had it. So, you know, the slogan of Ahoy there. Yeah, so, no which is a little bit, you know, it's like they've jumped the gun a bit. You know, if only they had a TARDIS and they could have travelled into the future and thought, oh, we're going to have it at the Hoy. We can't have nautical themed. So we've we've yet to hear what the, this year, next year's, you know, tagline's going to be for it the yeah. slogan I'm going for Rotterdam it's good <laughs> good dad joke there yeah, Gary I, I want I want copyright on that I want paying if they do actually use that okay <laughs> Rotterdam it's good <laughs> <laughs> and also the Ahoy itself has um, hosted national finals before okay uh, for the um, for the, uh, Dutch, the Dutch selection uh, for Eurovision they've also hosted junior Eurovision I believe there as well um, so they've got a lot of practice then. Yeah, because yeah. junior Eurovision is just as big as adult Eurovision uh, now, really. <laughs> uh, it, it, they put on such a good show. Yeah. Um, so in terms, I think, of infrastructure, in terms of travel, in terms of experience of the venue of hosting a song contest like this, which is multinational. Uh, and I think in terms of, he's got to have the hotel room capacity because that's all part of the bid as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to prove that you've got the bid in the bid that you've got uh, the hotel rooms. You've also got to prove that you've actually got the height. That's That was actually a sticking point for a lot of venues. Yes, we, we did discuss this, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago on the main show where we talked about how some of the potential venues weren't tall enough. Yeah, so they were going to have to work out how to... Give it a little bit of extra height. Yeah. I mean, if you can't raise your roof, what do you do? Do you dig down? Who knows? Is, is that for acoustics or something? I, I'm not sure if it's or for the, effects. And I think it's effects things. and lighting and stuff yeah. that could call that that requires you to do that kind of height. Um, no expert, no. I will admit now. <laughs> um, so well done to Rotterdam. I'm sure the Indeed. Rotterdammers half of you are probably going yes, and the other half are going oh. Just thinking, I'll make sure that I'm on holiday for the middle of May next year. You know what? If it if it was being held in my hometown and I've got a spare room, I'd be getting myself an Airbnb. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Two grand for the week. Two grand? Come on. <laughs> All right. Do you want it or not? <laughs> Somebody will pay Somebody it. Somebody would pay it. Somebody's You're right. They it. would. 
Sorry, I'm, I'm slurping on the seven. Gary, so unprofessional. All the lemonade drinks are available. <laughs> I'm, I'm dry mouth. And, you know, even though this is a pod and we can take a, a break, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep it no, real. Yeah, yeah. Keep it I'm, real. At least I'm not eating. No. Um, so alongside uh, Rotterdam um, being announced as the host, uh, we've also got the dates now, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be the 12th, the 14th and the 16th of May. So, so the 12th and the 14th are the two semi-finals. There will be the Tuesday and the Thursday, mm-hmm. and then obviously the grand final on the Saturday. Um, so it's about a week earlier than it was this year. Yeah. Israel went for a little bit later Yeah, uh, this time round. Um, so it's not, it's kind of back in its more traditional slot, where it's yes. normally like, the, you know, the, the early half of May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very rare that it's actually pushed as late as the, the, the latter half of May. Uh, most of the time, uh, Israel ha- was a bit more tricky because of certain religious things and stuff that happening in May. Yeah. Uh, so 12th, 14th and 16th, I know which weeks I'm booking off of work, <laughs> which is good. Well, you, you always book Eurovision week off, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, even though, you know, the, the show's happening in the evening and I'm not working in the evenings, um, <laughs> doesn't matter. I need to be able to sit and absorb everything that's happening it's in like week. you absorb your vision through osmosis don't you do. you have it on and the radio and the kitchen you have all the different like live streams on all your different devices and tablets and phones and laptops yeah it's everywhere yeah i'm listening to podcasts obviously during your vision week you will be listening to our podcast i hope definitely because yeah, our pod will be amazing definitely and <laughs> um if you would like to give us some feedback on our pod we would love to hear from you and I'm, I'm saying this on the pod seems really weird, Mark, but would you like to tell the listeners how they can contact us? It, uh, the, the usual contact details. It's apart from the last part. Apart from the last bit. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yeah, if you search for Not Often Heard across social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, you can send us a message there. You can also tweet us at Not Often Heard or send an email to notoftenheard at gmail.com. Absolutely. And um, we would love your feedback, even if it's don't ever do this again. <laughs> <laughs> News for you. We ain't going anywhere. No. Uh, okay. Now, the uh, the news um, of uh, Rotterdam being announced was kind of spoiled. It was a little bit, wasn't um, it? You sent me a text message last night, um, assuming I'd already seen it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I hadn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, somebody had noticed on the eurovision.tv website um that you could you can go into a country yeah select a country and you can look at its history in eurovision yep and you can select the bits where it's hosted and then it lists what year it hosted and what city in the country it hosted so somebody happened to look at the netherlands page and saw that rotterdam 2020 was listed and you had a clickable link which then took you to a page about rotterdam oh dear somebody dropped a ball there so this escapes onto the internet very quickly and just starts doing the rounds. Yeah. And um, then not long afterwards, um, somebody saw that they'd also uploaded a page which said Maastricht 2020. Uh, however, they noticed a, um, a kind of mistake with the Rotterdam page where there were two commas in a row by accident. Oh had been copied over to the Maastricht page. Uh, and they were like, this feels like they've quickly duplicated the page yeah. to make it look like they haven't spoiled it. 
and they've got pages for both cities and they actually are not giving anything Anything away. No. Now, do you think that, do you think we're reading too much into this? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think somebody pressed a switch a little bit too early and the page went live and then they were like, bugger, we need to sort this out quick. Copy and paste it. Put them all straight to the top. (laughs) That's it because... it's an unusual thing to do because you'd think you would just like you would just take it down and hope yeah. and just you know ignore the chatter that's happening. But to go to the the trouble of mm. creating a whole Maastricht page, <laughs> uh, just so you can go. No, no, we haven't spoiled it. No, we had two just in the background ready to go, just in case. So you know our so our tech bods could put whichever one out we needed to when the announcement was made. To keep the secret, we have made our poor webmaster (laughs) build a whole page about Maastricht. That happens to be (laughs) very similar to the Rotterdam one. (laughs) Um, So um, now the geographer in you knows (laughs) knows a bit about about Rotterdam in terms of the Europort. Yeah, it's so... um, Europort. Oh, is that how? Is that the official? Well, that's how I used to say it when I used to teach it. Was a big um, case study in one of the old uh, geography GCSE syllabuses that I taught uh, quite a few years ago. Now it was a big thing because it was all about obviously um, it is one of the biggest and busiest ports in Europe, if not the busiest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's. I used to teach all about how all the different uh, goods and companies would ship things in there, how it would then be transported all over Europe by train and plane and trucks and all sorts. Um, so it was a, a really, really big case study. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to do thing, ridiculous things like the name of the roads even that came out of Uruport uh, and how it, <laughs> which other kind of like countries you could get to and things like that. Um, but it was all about, you know, trade and industry and globalisation. So, yeah, I, I mean, it was quite a while ago now, so I wouldn't say I was an expert anymore, but it felt like for a few years that what I didn't know about Europort was not worth knowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping that, you know, you're going to do some on-location reports for us on Europort. <laughs> because we, ha- we have been um, to Rotterdam. Yes, we have. Um, oh, f- so five our, years ago, I think so. Yeah. So for for our UK listeners, um, there are, there is a mini cruise you can do, or a regular <laughs> cruise as well, um, from Hull, <laughs> all from Hull, um, on the on the Pride of Rotterdam. Yeah. Or the Pride of York as well. Yeah. And a few others, uh, which are some. They were quite fun ships because they were they were like from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And I swear to God, the um, the onboard announcements were still running off old CRT, you know, old big t- style TVs <laughs> of VHS. I swear, <laughs> you could see how the tape was well worn. This yeah. woman trapped in time from nineteen eighty seven. It is giving out you know disembarkation instructions in three different languages. <laughs> But they are really good fun, aren't they? Because you sail overnight, 
You have a, you, you know, if you want to pay a bit extra, you can have a cabin, can't you? Oh, I you, think you have to have a cabin. Oh, isn't oh, I thought, I think, I think, oh, I thought you could do it some way. You just didn't have a cabin. You just had the passage. You can just, what, just sat, roam, roam, you roam around or sat on a random chair somewhere. Sat in, a, sat in a, the bar after it's closed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you sail overnight, have a cabin, and that's fun in itself. It's an experience. It's like a little prison cell. I know. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> in a tiny toilet. And then, um, you dock really early in the morning. You get the entire day in well, Rotterdam, as it was for us. But I think mm-hmm. you can also go off to Amsterdam. You can go to Amsterdam, Amsterdam yeah. a coach, yeah. Um, then they pick you up at the end of the day at like 5.30, take you back to the ferry, and then you sail overnight on the ferry you come back. back again. It's such good fun. It's good fun. And they've got a buffet restaurant on board the ship. Exactly. So you can go and stuff yourself <laughs> for about 16 quid. It's brilliant. Uh, and... So that so in terms of actually getting to Eurovision, it's very accessible for the UK. It really is. It's probably one of the most accessible it would ever be. I mean, flights to Amsterdam, there are a lot of budget airlines yeah. that go from lots of airports across the UK to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. But then the addition of having the P&O ferries going from Hull <laughs> as well, because, you, you know, you can extend your stay. You don't have to go there and back in a day. No, no, no. You, do you can think do, we could do that. Do you think we could go for a rehearsal? Oof. An afternoon, we could Oof. get the ferry out there. We'd, we'd be dropped off, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning in Rotterdam. Yeah. You know, if there was a rehearsal at like 12, and because the bus picks you up at five. So yeah. as long as we're clear by five, we're back at the bus stop. <laughs> then we can catch the, the ferry back here. We could do it all in a day. <laughs> because I'm, I would be, I, I, part of me thinks I want to, I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, I, you know what? I'd be happy enough going to either see like a semi final or a rehearsal of a final or mm-hmm. semi or something which all, which happened in the afternoons um but getting over there i think you could get there reasonably cheap it is the accommodation that is going to kill you yeah uh i because immediately as soon as they've announced the dates now people are looking to book oh they will straight away yeah and the prices all go whoosh. so you know you could probably get a bargain flight for like 40 quid each way or something if you're lucky but you'd maybe end up paying three or four times that for a night mm. staying in Rotterdam. Which is why I really want to see if we can do it in a day. <laughs> I don't know, we could have sleep in a park, couldn't we? <laughs> no, maybe not. Turn into vagrants for the day, all for the sake of Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that is the news about Rotterdam. And Eurovision 2020 now has a host city announced. Um, so I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah, it makes it feel real again. And, you know, even though it's only been, what, four months almost since it happened, it won't be long before, actually, it'll it'll all start ramping up. And as I said, I said about an hour ago, didn't it? From Sunday, the 1st of September, all songs that are released are eligible to go into Eurovision. Um, So do stick with us. We will be doing future podcasts on the subject of Eurovision, amongst other things. Future pods. Uh, sorry, pods, pods, not podcasts. Oh, come on, Gary. I've got time to be saying podcasts, it's pods. <laughs> Watch out for future pods, but don't forget, you can also listen to us live most of the time. Most of the time. I would say like 98% of the time, yeah. we are live on reachonair.com, middays on Sundays, where we're playing some of the best music from across the world. And a more fascinating talk like this. Yeah, and it's music that is not often heard. Absolutely. Uh, So until next time. This is Not Often Heard with Gary Taylor and Mark Stockley. Didn't mean to press that button. Oh dear. Oh well. It's fine. Yeah.
Yeah. I mean, we could edit that, but we're not going to. No. Rough uh, and ready, that's us. It is. Um, thank you for spending the last sort of 20-odd minutes with us. We do <laughs> hope you found our banter amusing. If you didn't, oh well. <laughs> you don't have Better to luck next again. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome.